Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Thank you for tuning again, tuning in again another week for this review. I uh, just wanted to quickly apologize for the hiatus for those of you that do listen to the show. Uh, I did miss last week. Uh, it was, I mean, personal life stuff, but, you know, when things culminate into one week and it just, it all comes together in this crazy mass of like, you know, your, your days are full and like I literally had no time to sit down, write a review, do the podcast. I missed my other podcast too. It was a, it was a rough week. So having said that, let's get back on track. So today we will be talking about another new release from Metallica. That's right. Today we'll be discussing Atlas Rise, the third single on their upcoming Hardwired to Self-Destruct album that's due out on November 18th. Uh, you remember? You may remember I reviewed Moth into Flame on the very first episode of this podcast. So how, like, man, so much has changed in these last six weeks. We have a more structured and organized podcast now. And even though so much has happened, it still feels like so little time. It's weird, you know, like it, it feels like it's been a long time, but it also hasn't been a long time. It's only six weeks. Um... Yeah, so let's get into it. Let's take a quick listen to the song and then we'll uh, jump right into the review. So that was the first minute of the introduction to the song, just to give you guys a little taste. If I were to use one word to describe this song, I would say blistering. Um, it's a fiery track from Metallica, it's fast, it's vicious, it's forceful. This is a, the, this new single was really a surprise treat for fans on Halloween. The band recently performed an all-acoustic set for in the annual Bridge School Benefit where they played Hero of the Day off the album Load uh, for the first time since 1999, and they performed versions of Whiskey in a Jar, Seek and Destroy, and Bleeding Me. So the band. This band has been doing it and doing it well for the most part, and they've been going since 1984. They're an American heavy metal, thrash metal outfit that originated in Los Angeles, California. With albums like Kill 'Em All and Justice For All, 
and the Black Album, you gotta wonder if this new album is really gonna stand up. Probably best and notoriously known for their Napster ordeal in the early 2000s. Lars Ulrich, who is the uh, drummer for the band, was very adamant about pirated music, pirating music, and not getting paid for the work that they do. This was a time when you had like Bear Share and Lime LimeWire and all those other pirating um, softwares out there that you would be able to get free songs and stuff. And it was like the age of pirating music. So he was he was like a spokesperson. I mean, he really he hated it because he wanted to get paid. You know, like a lot of bands, you want to get paid for the music you make. I get it. Um, but it was it it lost a lot of. You know, it made a lot of fans walk away from their music. I mean, a lot of the, the true fans stayed, but if you were a newer Metallica fan, you probably were like, ah, this is kind of, this is BS. Like, I'm not going to listen to them anymore. I'm going to go get my music off of LimeWire. Um, if you haven't heard Master of Puppets, Unforgiven, Enter Sandman, or Fade to Black about 500 times on the radio, then maybe this band isn't for you. Uh, you're probably listening to the the radio stations that they're not on. They have they've been a symbol of like the heavy rock scene for many years now, with eight Grammys and 24 total music awards. They are forced to be reckoned with in the music world. Visuals for this song, uh, I'm gonna give a 4.5 out of five. So remember last week when. I reviewed Blackberry Smoke. I said I don't mind when a band doesn't have the video to go along with uh, the music because it gives me less to criticize. Well, let me tell you something. This song does have a music video per se, and I think it's great. Uh, I say it's a music video per se because it's a video with music in it. Um, it's not your typical standard music music video that was intentionally made for a song to portray the lyrics in a visual way. Like it's not a, uh, it's not like a story being told. There's nothing. These lyrics aren't like attached to anything. They're just, it's just a song and it's got a video behind it. I, I really encourage you to watch the full, the full video, listen to the full song and you'll understand what I mean. Uh, this music video is more like a rockumentary. Yes, I said rockumentary. Um, it tells the story. It tells a story, but in its own way that's not linear or married to just the song, like I was saying before. It likens itself to their documentary from 2004, actually, which was titled "Some Kind of Monster." For those who have never seen it or forgot about it, this uh, was actually my favorite uh, movie to watch when I was 13 years old, 13, 14 years old. Metallica was just becoming a big thing for me. And, you know, I was listening to Enter Sandman, Unforgiven, Fade to Black, literally all the songs I mentioned before, like all their popular songs. I really liked it. And I would come home and watch this documentary that they made as a precursor to their upcoming album, St. Anger, which now that, I mean, we all know it was a huge flop album. Uh, the documentary was gold, though. You You get to see the process of the band finding a new bassist, which happens to be Robert Trujillo. And they, they overcome some professional obstacles, like not getting along, not wanting to make music together anymore. Uh, 
to me, when I got into Metallica and I watched this, it was probably at like their lowest point in their career. They just got off the high of the 90s. They lost their basis. They kind of started falling apart. And I think they were really just trying to find themselves again and maybe use this documentary as a way to build their relationships back together. Um, the video, this video is so reminiscent of that documentary because it, it has them working together in the studio and messing around, but still creating this new music. And, you know, I loved it because it kept my interest in the song for the six and a half plus minutes. It's just a cool way to be able to get a glimpse into the band's creative process. And it makes them more human and more attainable. Uh, for the audio, I originally gave it a 4 out of 5. Honestly, I think I'm going to downgrade it to a 3.5 out of 5. Um, this was, I mean, this might be part of an overall thing, but the, the song, I like it. I'll get into that in a second. But if it didn't have that music video to keep my attention, I don't know if I would be able to listen to the whole thing. Not to say that it's boring or that it's bad, it's just doesn't keep my interest. Uh, going off of that, the vintage guitar harmonies are what really sold me uh, when I, you know, in, in giving this song a good rating. And also the multiple Kirk Hammett solos. They're nothing crazy, but they're definitely, they're like thrown in there out of nowhere. They sound good. Uh, this is going to be a really great concert concert song. Listen to the whole thing through. You can tell that it's going to be a really good song that they're going to perform on stage. Uh, from the driving guitar riffs to James's commanding vocals. It took me a few listens to really start to love the introduction. It's good, but it takes a full minute. I mean, you heard it earlier. It takes a full minute to get into any sort of vocals. So you're almost left with this anticipation of what's to come. And then you can't fully appreciate the riffs because you're you're just you know at least for me i'm worried about the anticipation i'm worried about what's next i want to i kind of want to be able to like build it together in my head and they keep playing this thing over and over again i'm like so when's it gonna come like what am i looking for um my suggestion is to get through the first listen or even through the first minute until the vocals come in and then restart the song and just really listen to the intro and just kind of appreciate what it appreciate it for what it is um, it just starts from the beginning and just gives it to you really hard. Uh, there's no buildup, but around 30 seconds in, we get a break from the full band to get a nostalgic riff that really sets up for the tone of the song. There's a part of the chorus that I'll play in a second that I really love and again get that vintage Metallica feeling. I'm not sure if there's a name for this method, but it's when you play the guitar to the same melody that you're singing or to the same, like you're basically harmonizing with the guitar. So uh, let's just take a quick listen to that and you'll see what I mean.
So did you hear that? It's kind of like he's singing along with the guitar, which I think is a really cool effect. Um, and as I was putting it into the podcast, I was listening to it again. And it, you know, it kind of gives me that sense of like the, the, the sound is sort of like mysterious and dark and ominous and foreboding. And um, I think they did a really good job with that. Kind of that part at least reminds me a, a little bit of like, you know, Call of Cthulhu or something. Which I, you know, is a great song. I suggest you listen to that if you've never heard it. If, uh, uh, just a a quick side note before moving on. I really hope this album brings in an instrumental, just like Call of Cthulhu or Orion, because it, it certainly has been missing in the, in recent albums, and it really adds a unique, uh, factor to an album. And they always do it really well because they always do well because everything's left up to your imagination. Um, you know, there's no lyrics to kind of taint your vision. I like instrumentals because I just listen to them and think up whatever I want to think up or make up my own story in my head. And I really wish that they would uh, do one of those again. So overall, I'm going to give this song a four out of five to me. This is the best single that they have to date for this album. Each single has performed better than the last, in my opinion. The first, Hardwired, was not my favorite. I'm actually not really a big fan of it. Uh, the second, Moth Into Flame, did a killer job at getting the taste of the first single out of my mouth and made me believe that the album was going to be great. This song went above and beyond and solidified that this album has what it takes to really get them to you know to be one of the best in the lineup it, it seems that metallica is getting past their post-millennium plunders uh namely saint anger but death magnetic wasn't a personal chart topper either i mean don't get me wrong it has some fantastic jams and licks on there but it's not a top three or top five in their arsenal of albums do i think that this album can be that i don't know i want to believe that it can i'm not sure um the best thing about these three songs that have been released is that they're like an eclectic variety of sounds from previous Metallica generations with uh, like groove sounds from the 90s era and time and rhythm changes from the bygone late 80s albums. If there was one thing that I'd change, it would be it wouldn't be anything related to this song. It'd be the damn album name. Hardwired Ellipses to self-destruct that's hardwired dot 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 to self-destruct i don't know it doesn't do anything for me at all it kind of sounds cheesy lame i mean it's not my band whatever that's it's their their plan but uh it doesn't really pack a punch and it doesn't leave room for interpretation in my opinion i'm a big fan of the one one or two word album names something that kind of disconnects it from the actual album for some reason you know it's weird because i like my like the visuals to connect to the song but when it comes to album names i kind of want it to not connect to the songs just because that's how i am um yeah obviously it's strictly opinion but i'd like to see the, the the just see it called like hardwired or something or even atlas or something completely unrelated uh so that wraps up things today on my end Thank you again for taking the time to listen today. Sorry again for missing last week. Uh, I'll be sure to not do that again. Uh, I hope. 
Be sure to check out the Facebook and Twitter pages to see the full music videos. And so until next time, drown out the day and crank it to 11.